Welcome to episode 84 of Monday State of Mind. My name is Michael Mazel, and I'm the Director of Alumni and Recovery Support Services for the Harmony Foundation. We are in December. That's right, all of you amazing listeners. Happy December, the last month of 2021. Can you believe it? I can't. I mean, this year flew by in my eyes. It's like all of a sudden I was like, wham. Michael's got two Christmas trees up in her house, and that's cool because, you guys, in true addict form, one is never enough, so I got to have two. Maybe we'll do a third. We'll see, okay? TBD. Let's jump into my last and final topic for 2021. We have had such an amazing year of topics and amazing guests. And I love where Monday State of Mind has gone. I love the lives that we have impacted. And I do want to go ahead and say to all of you that if you love Monday State of Mind and you have referred it to people and people love it too, please don't forget to go and write a review for us. For me, for my main woman, Christy, in the background, who helps me so much with this as well, write us a review. Let us know how we're doing. Let the world know how much you love and are impacted by this podcast because it is beautiful. We do beautiful things here to help elevate your state of mind so that it works for you and not against you. All right. Y'all are probably like, okay, Michael, what is the topic for December? Right? And you know what? This topic is very fitting, I believe, for December, for the holidays, especially because we're going to be around a lot of family, people we haven't seen in a while. There's going to be those typical probably Christmas parties, holiday parties, whatever kind of party there is, New Year's Eve parties. And this is a topic that's super important to be able to boost your confidence, give you that confidence to be able to tell the world why you no longer drink or use. There you go. There you have it. Topic for December is how to tell family members, friends, loved ones, coworkers, that third cousin twice removed that you no longer drink or use. It is huge. I will tell you that I found complete freedom when I found the confidence to be able to say, hey, I just don't do that anymore. So I'm throwing in a little surprise for you guys. Typically, I start off each month solo mission, but I'm switching it up on you guys for December. I have a guest that is with me to kick off December, and there's a reason behind it. Like you guys know, I don't introduce my guests. They introduce themselves. So can you please tell the world who you are? Awesome. Thank you, Michael. I don't know if I quite have the energy that you have this early on a Monday morning, but you know, <laughs> I'll try to keep up with you. So my name is Chris Kahn, and I'm the manager of donor relations for the Harmony Foundation. Guys, we have Chris Kahn with us. You heard me tell the world this is our last and final topic. And what a great topic, right, for the holiday season, how to be able to break it to our family members and friends and loved ones that you no longer drink. Chris, tell me, walk us through, how did you gain the confidence to be able to just say, hey, I don't do this anymore 
you know, to your friends, family, third cousin, twice removed during the holiday season? Yeah, definitely. Thank you, Michael. There's a lot of ways you can go about it. I mean, obviously you get put in social situations where everybody around you is drinking. You're not drinking. For me, uh, it was going back to the first step, just letting people know that my life was unmanageable and just letting them know that I needed to make a change for my mental, my physical, my spiritual well-being. And that was a part of my life I needed to do without. Let me ask you, Chris. So many people, and I'll be the first to admit, I stressed about this, even when I was in treatment. How am I going to tell my friends that I no longer drink? How do I even go about doing that? And I feel like I probably overcomplicated it. And so I want to ask you, like, can you relate to those feelings of maybe overcomplicating it? And how did you get through that stressor? Sure. Um, hundred percent. I totally relate to that. And it's so easy to overcomplicate. And the first people I kind of broke the news to, they're like, cool. They made it easy for me. I think that's the great thing about the, the traction that recovery has gained in our culture is that it's become so much more accepting and it totally doesn't freak people out. I think us as addicts, we like to overthink everything. We overcomplicate things. That's a lot more simple than what we make it out to be. You know, honesty is a huge part of our program. And so we're practicing honesty when we're sharing that with the people that are closest to us and that we love the most. For me, really the way I first broke it to somebody in early recovery was in a job interview. My boss asked me why I'd moved up to Minneapolis and just out of the blue, I was like, I moved up here to get sober. And I was really nervous about that in a job interview because I thought that might be a tick against me. And so he asked me more about my journey, what I've been through and what I was doing to change my life now. And honestly, that helped me get my job. The amount of honesty I had in that moment and that I was authentic um, and that I'd put in that much work and effort to change my life. Dude, Chris, that's so beautiful. And what I love that you said is that when you told people, hey, like, you know, I realized I needed to make a change in my life to not drinking. They were like, cool. And <laughs> they were like, whatever. And you guys, a lot of people are really going to say that. And I will totally echo what Chris just said is that there's a huge movement around people choosing whether you are inactive, like an alcoholic or an addict, but there is a huge movement of people choosing to not drink, choosing to live an alcohol, drug-free life just for many reasons. It's becoming very socially acceptable. So I would agree with Chris is that you guys that are struggling with this, you have this on your side. Wouldn't you agree, Chris? Oh, hundred percent. When I look at somebody in recovery and just being a person in recovery and knowing what they've gone through to get sober and to stay sober. When I hear somebody's made a change like that, I mean, that's impressive to me to know that somebody has been able to put down the bottle or whatever it is their drug of choice is. I mean, it takes so much strength and resilience as a person to be able to make those changes. And I think a lot of people recognize that whether they have personally struggled with it themselves or seen a family member, but I think it's a very respectable thing that people Right. And say, okay, here we go, Chris, check it. Okay. So for all you guys listening, some of you are like, you just can't say it. Or you're like, God, like that's, that's too simple. Cause sometimes we can't be simple humans. We're addicts and alcoholics. We're, we complicate the shit out of everything. So like, 
I'll never forget somebody in the rooms said, you know, when, when I went to my first Christmas party, I just brought my own soda waters or like I just poured my own cup. Or if people asked me what I wanted to drink, he said that he was like, you know, guys, I'm allergic. I break out in handcuffs if I have booze. And I needed to hear that in early recovery. You know what? It's okay to put a little humor on it, you guys. Sometimes we need a little humor to get through some of these really awkward, uncomfortable times. Come on, Chris, you've heard that, right? Oh, I've actually used that term. Somebody's <laughs> asked me, why'd you stop drinking? I said, well, every time I drink, I break out in handcuffs. And they, they laugh and they said, no, seriously. I was like, no, seriously. I end up in jail when I end up using it. <laughs> so you guys, if you have worries. Like, I really hope that Chris and I can help you with that. I want to ask you, Chris, yeah, and sometimes in early recovery, and I know this was true for me, is that I was so afraid of losing friends by them knowing I didn't drink. I was afraid of losing relationships with my family members when they found out that, hey, like Michael wasn't going to sit around the table late night drinking a thing of whiskey or champagne or any of those things. I was really afraid of losing people with them knowing my truth. And so how did you navigate that? Yeah, I kind of worried about that a little myself. But the truth of the matter is the way I feel about it, if somebody wants to disassociate themselves with me because I've stopped using drugs and alcohol, they were not a healthy person to be in my life from the get-go. People that love me the most accept me for who I am, along with disclosing the fact that I'm an alcoholic and addict. You know, I think the toughest thing in my life was when I came out of the closet. I'm a gay male. And in a sense, this is kind of coming out for an alcoholic or addict. There were only probably two people in my life that when I came out as a gay male dropped me from their lives. And I realized I'm better off for that. And I think same goes for disclosing if you're an alcoholic or addict to somebody. If, if somebody drops you out of their life because of you taking charge of your sobriety, I feel like that person probably shouldn't have been in your life to begin with. You guys, you need to put it on repeat what Chris just said. Seriously. And it should be a weight lifted off your chest that if people can't love and accept you for exactly who you are and you're healthier... You don't want them in your life anyways. You really, really don't. You shouldn't have to be afraid of exactly who you are. You should feel empowered to be exactly who you are. And so you should be able to feel really good about telling friends, family members, loved ones that you no longer drink. And again, Chris, here's the other one I want to ask you. And this is the last thing I'm going to ask you is like, so many people are like, well, dude, Michael, do I have to disclose like when people ask me why I don't drink anymore? Do I have to say, well, I'm an alcoholic or an addict and I spent 30 days in treatment. No, I don't drink anymore. We don't have to disclose that information. And that's not lying in my mind. Like you do not have to disclose that you're an addict and alcoholic. You can simply just say, I'm just not drinking right now because presently, currently, like that's what you're doing. You're not drinking right now. Who knows what's going to happen tomorrow? There is still honesty when you keep it brief and you keep it to the point. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, hundred percent. This program is one day at a time. You can just tell people it's for health reasons. Tell people, you know, it's the end of the year and you're trying to jump off your new year and you're trying to get in better shape. I mean, people don't need to know that you're an alcoholic or addict. 
and you don't necessarily have to disclose that to them, but you can be very vague about the circumstances around why you're not drinking. Yeah, you guys, like, keep it simple. In the wise words of the 12 step, they say, kiss, keep it simple, stupid, but I'm not going to call you guys stupid. Just keep it simple. I really hope that this provided you some relief from Chris and I to kick off your holiday season. I know Thanksgiving already happened. I hope you guys all survived it, not just survived, but thrived. And now you can end this year with a bang, dropping your shoulders, taking a few deep breaths, being like, hey, I don't have to overcomplicate it. I can keep it simple. And like Chris said, people are normal. Like this is becoming a normal way to live and whatever you want to call normal, but it should have never not been normal anyways, in my opinion. Right, Chris? Right, 100%. So take a few deep breaths. I hope that we were able to equip you with some amazing tools today. And there's something else that I want you guys to hear me out on because it's super important to me. And it's something that I haven't really talked about in 84 episodes of Monday State of Mind. So I'm going to let Chris talk to you guys about something super special that is happening on December 7th, which is tomorrow, Tuesday, December 7th. It is something that is called Colorado Gives, and it involves Harmony because Harmony is a nonprofit. And so, Chris, could you please tell the world about Colorado Gives and why it's important to Harmony? So, yeah, so we've got Colorado Gives coming up, and it kicks off on December 7th and runs throughout the week. ColoradoGives.org is an organization that supports nonprofits in the state of Colorado. And the Harmony Foundation happens to be one of those nonprofits. Colorado Gives is a dedicated day in which nonprofits are trying to raise money towards the end of the year to help support their causes. And one way you guys can help support this podcast and Michael is being involved with Colorado Gives Day and donating to Harmony. We've got a super awesome opportunity. We've got two donors that are willing to match up to $20,000 in donations So if you were to give $5 a month on a recurring donation, that $5 is actually $10 and you'd be giving the Harmony Foundation $120 that, you know, for the year. And something I learned, giving is an important part in recovery because we were such selfish individuals in active addiction. Speaking for myself, I was. And one thing that I've learned in the program is we have the seventh tradition, which is a way of giving back and being self-supportive to the group. And so that's where giving is introduced early on. Places like the Harmony Foundation or any other nonprofit, we don't work for profit. All of our money goes back to our clients. And this would be a great way to get introduced to giving. And with Christmas coming up and just being in that you know, state of mind. Like I said, I haven't really talked about the Harmony Foundation on this podcast. You guys hear me say what my role is being the director of alumni and recovery support services and Chris nailed it. And so Chris, thank you for saying what you said. I need you guys to know that the Harmony Foundation saved my life over five years ago. And this place is so special to me and this podcast and what I get to do for the world, bringing myself on here and guests on here is important to me. And so, yes, this is me, your host, Michael Mazel making you aware of Colorado Gives and hoping that maybe if you are impacted by Monday State of Mind and the work that I get to do and what Harmony does in general, instead of buying that one cup of coffee to listen to the podcast too, or that matcha or that tea, 
donate that $5 to Harmony. Yes, this is me asking because I love this place and I love what I get to do for you guys. So thank you for hearing me out and thank you for hearing Chris out on this little extra that we needed to add to Monday State of Mind because it is so important. Chris, thank you so much for coming on Monday State of Mind. Not only being able to talk about tips, tricks for telling people how do you no longer drink and use, but also to tell them about Colorado Gibbs. 100%. Thank you for having me on. I want to go ahead and end this episode by reminding you, if you or someone you know is struggling with addiction, please call the Harmony Foundation at 866-686-7867. Recovery is a journey and Harmony gives you the map. We'll see you next week. 